You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 243, Spirit, Soul, and Body, How Healthy Are You, Part 4. Well, we're going to wrap up our series talking about our uh, health for our entire being. Uh, We've been looking at at several things over the last few weeks. If you didn't didn't listen to those episodes, make sure you go back and listen to them. In episode one, we focused on the spirit. Uh, How do we keep our spirit healthy? We talked about what the spirit is and ways to um, keep it healthy. We also talked about our soul, the the elements that, that, that make up our soul and how we can keep it healthy. And we also talked about a few ways to keep our body healthy. So I'm going to wrap the series up today. We're going to read the verse that we've kind of been uh, sticking with over this series. And it's, it's 1 Thessalonians 5.23. It says, Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus comes again. So that's, that's the verse that we've been kind of uh, letting guide this, this talk, this discussion. And uh, we're going to jump in and we're going to, um, today I'm going to wrap it up and we're going to look at some, just really some best practices, uh, just to kind of recap some of the things we've already talked about. But I think this will really help you. Before we do that, I want to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, New Testament Snapshots. New Testament Snapshots is an exciting look at 12 of the lesser-known people in the New Testament. You know, every story, every picture tells a story. When you look at a photograph, uh, maybe a group of people, there's a story to why that picture was taken, when it was taken, where it was taken. And when you read the New Testament, there's a lot of people in there that we don't know as much about, but there's several snapshots um, in, in, in the pages of the New Testament that give us a little background on what their story is. This is a really fun book. It's an educational book. It's an informative book, but it's also very inspiring because you're going to see that in, in just about every case, uh, these people over, overcame some real serious obstacles some challenges in their life, and became uh, really influential leaders in the New Testament world. Um, I definitely encourage you to check it out. This is great for personal Bible study as well as group Bible study. So New Testament snapshots, there's a link in the show notes. Have a look. Well, all right, we're back. Now, I want to just jump in, and we're going to just talk about... um, We'll recap really kind of some of the things that we talked about. We talked about our spirit. 
How do we keep our spirit healthy? And of course, we talked about spiritual disciplines, reading the Bible, praying, and going to church. But you know, we don't do those things um, just to be better at reading the Bible or better at praying or even just to be good church members. We, we really do those things to keep ourselves healthy. And even on a bigger level, there's, there's opportunities to serve involved when we uh, mention the church. But here's a question for you. Do you have goals related to your spiritual health? And, you know, this is a good time to talk about this because we're I'm recording this the middle of November, so we're really pressing right up against a new year. And, you know, people set resolutions. You don't hear quite as much about that anymore, but people still, you know, make New Year's resolutions. But I think it's much more effective, and we're really going to have a much greater set, uh, chance for success if we set goals instead of resolutions. So here's the question. Do you have any spiritual goals for next year? Now, obviously, you can start now, but do you have any goals? Maybe it's something as simple as reading the Bible more consistently. Maybe it's something as as simple as getting more involved in your church, looking for opportunities to serve. Maybe it's something as simple as, as saying, you know what, I go to church, but I don't really connect with anybody. So um, looking for a small group within your church, whether it's a Sunday school class or a connect group, a life group, small group, whatever you call it, but finding an opportunity to connect at a deeper level. If you don't have any spiritual goals, I really encourage you to, um, to create some. Write them down. You know, you may want to uh, read the Bible through in a year. There's great uh, uh, versions of that out there. I'm actually working through one right now in the uh, New Living Translation. Our church as a whole is working through the the year and about the the one year Bible. Um, but there's also plenty of apps on the U version as well. So so that may be something, or maybe just be read the Bible five minutes a day or ten minutes a day. Um, what are some other spiritual goals that that you might want to participate in. Um, Maybe it's giving. You know, that is, you may not think of that as a spiritual goal, but, you know, Jesus said that where our heart is or where our money is, that's where our heart will be also. And so really, I think uh, one of the most spiritual things we can do is learn how to be generous people. So this might be something that you say, you know what, I need, I need to do something to, uh, to, to generate some momentum in my life. I need to do something to um, keep my spirit healthy. And so it might mean um, looking for some worthy causes to donate to if you're not involved in a church. If you're involved in a church, obviously that's the first place that your, your finances should go. So just something to think about. What am I doing? What are my spiritual goals? What am I doing to keep my spirit healthy? And then there's, there's the area of our soul. What am I going to do to keep my soul healthy? You know, we talked about the fact that the soul is made up of the mind, the will, and the emotions. Well, let's talk about the mind for a minute. What's your goal to keep your mind healthy, to keep your mind growing, to keep your mind uh, limber and nimble and quick thinking? Um, what are you doing 
What are your goals to keep your mind healthy? Well, here's a, here's a thought. And this is something that you'll hear me talk about from time to time. Um, what is your reading plan for the year? Do you have a set number of books that, that you try and read throughout the year? Or is reading something that's just not a part of your life? Well, if we're talking about keeping our minds healthy, one of the greatest things that you can do is become a reader. And I, I get it. Some people just aren't there. And that might be where, where you need to look at um, listening to books on audio. You know, that's a, that's a great way to, uh, to, to download some great books is listening to them on your commute or when you take your evening walk or, you know, whenever. But um, developing a reading habit is really important for um, keeping our minds healthy and developing our minds. You know, you've heard the, the little catchphrase that leaders are readers and readers are leaders. And, you know, this is so true. Uh, you talk to most successful leaders, and they're going to tell you that they're a reader. And obviously, that's not always the case. But in so many cases, uh, leaders have uh, focused on being lifelong learners. And here's a goal. Here's just a thought. This is just something, a suggestion for you. If you're not really in the habit of reading, what if you said in 2020... You're going to read or listen to one book a month. That's all. Twelve books in the year. What an incredible goal that is if you're not involved in reading at all. You know, imagine the sense of accomplishment that you'll have at the end of 2020 when you look back and realize that you've read some great, great books. And... You know, there's there's plenty of great stuff out there. Um, what I always tell people is read what you're interested in. Um, if it's you're interested in fly fishing, read a book about fly fishing. Um, wh- whatever, but find what interests you and read about it. Stretch your mind. Um, I, I read fiction. I like to read fiction. Um, so find stories that are interesting, stories that are compelling, stories that move you, because even fiction is going to feed your soul. It's going to help you. It's going to stretch you. It's going to really even help you think in in different ways. Fiction has so many great, great um, benefits. But whatever it is, I encourage you to to set some goals for reading. So we talked about our mind. We talked about, um, uh, you know, the, the soul is composed of our mind, our will, and our emotions. Obviously, our will... We need to work on keeping it submitted to God. That's the greatest thing that we can do. But then our emotions, our mind, our will, and emotions. How is your emotional health? You know, we talked about in the episode on the soul, the fact that uh, in America we spend billions and billions of dollars on soul health. Um, you may not call it that, but that's what it is. When people are suffering from anxiety and depression and so many other mental issues, um, and then they're going and getting medicine for it. They're going and receiving treatment. Thank God. I mean, thank God they're getting healthy. But what can we do to prevent some of that? Um, I get it. In some cases, there's chemical imbalances, and maybe there's been trauma, and they need therapy. I, uh, we understand. But what can be prevented? In your case, in your life, what can you do 
to keep your soul healthy. You know, one of the most important things that that I believe, uh, especially as Christians, that we need to do is have that person, that one or two, those one or two people that you can talk to. You know, if you're dealing with depression or anxiety or something else, is there somebody that you can talk to and ask them to pray for you? Um, You know, people that you can trust, people that can really help you. Because I find that, uh, you know, when we keep things a secret and we don't want to talk about, you know, how we're really doing, then the problem grows and it festers and it gets worse. But just simply talking about it with a trusted friend very often is therapeutic in and of itself. So that's that's a, that's a great suggestion. It's something to think about. Um, you know, being a little transparent, a little vulnerable. You know, I've I've dealt with depression uh, on a number of occasions, and I find that really the things that the thing that that's helped me more than anything else, I believe, probably two things uh, of dealing with depression is having trusted people that I can talk to, that I can just say, hey, look, I'm just going through this. I'm good. Just pray for me. And just have somebody that I can talk to and be open and honest about it. And, you know, even have them check up on me periodically. And then the second thing is is I work out consistently. Um, that's, you know, a fantastic way to uh, to help our emotional health. So, so our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions, what are you doing to keep it healthy? Um, and then lastly is, is our body. Do you have any fitness goals for the next year? You know, we talked about how very often our, our physical condition will bleed over um, into our spirit or even into our soul if we're not taking care of ourselves physically. Um, and this is not always the case. I mean, you know, we know plenty of people that are in terrible shape physically, but they're solid, mature Christians. That's that's fine. That's not what I'm saying. But to, to have the quality of life that God wants you to have um, means physical health as well. So what are you doing to take care of the body that God gave you? We, we mentioned the verse that um, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. He lives inside of us. So what are you doing to keep that temple healthy? So do you have any fitness goals for the next year? Um, you know, just losing weight is not a goal. That's just, I don't even know what that is. That's just a hope, a dream, a, a, a wish, wishful thinking. Losing weight's not a goal. Eating healthier is not a goal. That, that there's nothing specific about that. Um, goals are specific. Um, they're they're measurable. They're things that we can actually know when we've actually ticked it off. So if you say, you know, I want to lose weight, okay, well, how much? Because if you say, I want to lose ten pounds before March, okay, that's a reasonable goal, and you'll know if you've hit the goal or if you've not hit the goal because you get on the scales and those scales do not lie. Um, so, so, so having, just saying losing weight's not a goal, but, but being specific, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 15 pounds. I want to lose a, a pant size. Maybe that's even better than losing weight. I want to lose a pant size. Um, if you're working out in the gym, maybe you want to bump up the amount of weight that you're doing on the bench press. You, you, you know, you may say, I, you know, I'm doing 185 pounds on the bench press now, but I want to, you know, be doing 200 pounds, um, and, you know, by the end of the year or, or, or early next year, by the middle of the year, whatever your goal is, have a specific goal. Eating healthier is not a goal. 
Um, how will you know that if, if, if you've done it? Um, maybe, maybe that eating healthier is picking several things that you're going to eliminate from your diet. Maybe you're going to say, okay, I'm going to, um, three days a week, I'm going to take a healthy lunch to work instead of going to McDonald's or going to some other restaurant and eating something terrible for you. Uh, maybe it's something as simple as eliminating soft drinks from your diet. Uh, whatever, you're the one that has to decide, but what are you doing to take care of the body that God's given you? And if you're not doing anything physically, exercise-wise, I just can't stress strongly enough the need to get started. It may be as simple as taking a walk in the evening after you've had dinner, uh, maybe during your lunch break, you, uh, you go walk around the parking lot a few times, Join a gym. That's my recommendation. Take up a sport, biking, swimming, something, whatever. But you've got to start. Um, the longer you push it off, um, the more you're, you're setting yourself up for failure down the road. I'm always amazed at people who, um, you know, they get into their 40s, their 50s, uh, etc. And then they, they start having health problems and they're surprised about it. They're shocked that they're having health problems. Now, they've never done anything their entire life to take care of themselves. Um, they've carried extra weight. They eat terribly. Um, they have no exercise program whatsoever. And yet, when the health problems start coming, when these things start compounding as they get older, they're surprised. And, of course, it's not too late to start then. I mean, you know, they, they, they say, oh, you know, I got, I've got a friend right now um, at the gym. He's, uh, I think, in his 70s, and he's been working out pretty consistently for about five years, which is great. But the reason he started working out was because the doctor said, look, you are a walking time bomb. If you don't do something, you're not going to be around very much longer. Well, that's kind of a wake-up call. So it's uh, why wait till we get to that point? Let's take, take some steps now. Even if they're baby steps, let's take some steps now. Well, I hope you enjoyed this series, Spirit, Soul, and Body, How Healthy Are You? Um, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, go back. This is uh, episode four of this series, so four parts. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com, leave me a question or comment in the comment section for today's post. And while you're there, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter, so that we can stay in touch. Well, friends, thanks for being with me. And until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to get healthy.